How can this be podcast? Happy August, everybody. Joined once again, my co-host, Maddie B. What's up, Hi, girl? You guys. Hello. I'm 30 now. I'm feeling fresh, feeling good. Yeah, we're, we're both 30 now. We've crossed the threshold, the both of us. So it's all downhill from here. It really is, honestly. But like, is it? No, I think we'll be fine. I think it's yeah. going to be fine. Also, it's crazy that we're the same age and we're at such different places in our lives. It's, yeah, it's weird. Uh, I mean, the the amount that my life has changed over like the last two years is just so like bizarre. Otherwise, I'd be in the same boat. We'd be in the same yeah. boat, you know, gallivanting amongst whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, just, yeah. I love God. that. I'm, I'm also getting ready for a date right now that I have at 7.30. And so Justin sees me in um, <laughs> eye masks and I have zip cream all over my face. My hair is done. If there's girls listening to this, you'll know. You always do the hair first and then the makeup after. So I'm like prepping the face. So well, I have- The hair takes the longest, on. right? The hair takes the longest. And like, I, it's like, it's easier if the hair falls a little bit. The makeup, if I did it now, I would sweat. I don't wear a lot of makeup, but like, I'd probably have mascara, raccoon eyes, just because I'm sure this is going to go down a path where I start sweating and get really heated. And then also I'm drinking and it's a thousand degrees in my apartment and I don't have AC. Oh. So here we are. So yeah, Justin's getting a full look into my life before I go out. Um, but at least my hair is done. I feel like it's okay. So, so the science behind the eye mask. I've thrown an eye mask or two on in my day. I'm not oh, ashamed really? to admit that. Oh, yeah. I get Did bags under it? my eyes. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the ones I did, um, there were these gold ones. I don't know. Oh yeah, were they, they your wifey's? Uh, yeah, she um, she got them from uh, from one of her friends. Um, sent them oh to God, her as a gift, fun. and my eyes were looking especially swollen one day, and <laughs> she goes, <laughs> I think it was after like uh, you know, as as you mentioned, we're at different points in our lives, so I don't I don't get like fucked up like a lot anymore you know except Having, in your pool this weekend with all your coworkers. except in my pool this weekend with all my coworkers. we'll get into that yeah. so i um there was like one we went out like two nights in a row you know friday saturday mm -hmm. we had like maybe not like went out might not be the operative term but drank quite a bit yes yes so i looked like i went like I couldn't make it 10 rounds with Mike Tyson, maybe like a half a round with Mike Tyson. And he just like opened up on my eyeballs. Yeah. I, like my, my eyes looked like they're about this far. This is a bad visual since we're an audio podcast, <laughs> but I'm putting, I'm putting handcuffs around my eyes. So they look yeah. like how much farther my, my eyes were in my head. And I woke up and I came back from like the bathroom in the morning and Kara looked at me and was like, you look terrible. Like, let me fix this yeah. now. I have all the things. Uh, I'm going to get you a water and some eye masks. I was like, oh, okay, tremendous. And they felt phenomenal. Guy. Oh, yeah. I used to put, my poor ex-boyfriend, I used to put face masks on him all the time. He used to let me do whatever I wanted to his face. God bless him. I used to put face masks on him all the time. Like we would go to weddings and I'd be like, I'm going to put an eye mask on you. I'm putting like this nice glam glow mask on you. But I just do eye masks. I feel like they do work. Also, my college roommate, her boyfriend, not, I, well, her name's Amanda, but her, 
Um, two of my college roommates are now married and their husbands are lovely. So I just didn't want people to get confused. One of my other college roommates, Amanda's ex-boyfriend is a, I mean, he was a psychopath. He's a nice person now, but he was, they were in the most toxic volatile relationship. So she used to cry every single night and she would put spoons in the freezer. And so we'd wake up in the morning and she'd just have the fattest eyeballs and like, she couldn't even open them and she'd go to the freezer and she would just put the frozen spoons over her eyes and we'd sit there and just like chat for like 30 minutes. That's oh, also a man. tip that I also use. If you're hungover, you can do that. But yeah, the zit cream is like all over my face. It's, um, this is great. I don't know if you get zits or what, but like- Oh, I, got, I have terrible skin. skin. A per apparently it's still a thing. Also, I had to wear an N95 for my entire flight, so my skin's just shit right now, but it's like this drying lotion. And yeah, it goes on your skin and it's fucking great. And it literally works within 24 hours. So I'm plugging that product as well. It, it is amazing. These eye Love masks that. are just the four eye masks and they're lovely and they're $5 each. And this is like a moisturizing one. So we'll see. I'll have to ask the dude that I'm going out with if he thinks my eyes are looking less puffy than before. We'll oh, see. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Have you ever done the, um, you know, big, uh, like big chubby guy, fat guy trick, you know? used to do it in college from time to time when you go out and you got like a really puffy face. You ever just stuck it in a bowl of ice water? No, that's unbelievable. Is that a thing that people do? Yeah, it's an, it's a, it's, a, it's like Happy Gilmore, secret of the pros, you know, like an old, it's an old fat guy trick. Wait, you did guys do that legit? Yeah, people do that. Yeah, I've done it what? a lot. And yeah. Oh my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. I'm absolutely gonna shut my roommate's gonna be like, what happened on that podcast? Why are you direct, like waterboarding yourself in a friggin' ice bath right now yeah. before your date? Stick, oh stick your face right in the bowl of ice water, just a couple minutes at a time, you know? <laughs> and it, it should bring down the swelling. Also, something I used to do, um, you know, when you get the, with the bags under the eyes, you know, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't enlightened in the, in the eye mask arts, Maddie, so. Okay. You used to take a little little dab of a little dab of preparation H. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and uh, just you know, right under right under the uh, little eye bags, yeah. You know, and it made the swelling go down. I will use all these tricks. I mean, I'm gonna go. I, I'll probably run to CVS and get preparation H now when we're done and fucking rub it all over my eyes. Yeah, just just a little bit. Don't want to get it in the eyes. Might be Not bad. Me. That would be a terrible. For, for for those unfamiliar, which I know shockingly some people are, because I recommended this to a, a buddy of mine okay. several times over the last few months, um, normally used to treat hemorrhoids. So yes, <laughs> obviously so they got to be good for swelling. Uh, you know, I I mean I feel like the science behind that is flawless. Yeah. I had a hemorrhoid at my wedding. It was a goddamn disaster. Oh my God, that's a fucking nightmare. You still had a blast though. Oh yeah, I had a, I had a great time, but like I, right, I, literally right beforehand, like- What a fucking nightmare. I had, I had a gigantic back to bad skin. I had a huge zit on my forehead. Okay. And I had oh. to have like, I had to have, I had to have my mother put makeup on it for me Listen, so i'm all for guys putting a little cover-up on their face for events yeah day to day i don't i mean actually do whatever the fuck you want wear makeup if you want whatever i yeah. really don't care i don't think it's weird at all um yeah do whatever you want if i went on a date with a guy and he was 
I feel like if you do it well, I wouldn't know if you would cover up on or not. And also if I did, I'd be like, all right, dude, fucking live your life. Like if you want to put makeup on your face, do it. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. It was massive and pulsating. I needed to hide it. You you need, oh, if you have bad skin, my roommate's getting, um, emails from work. This is hilarious. She's also a saint. <laughs> so my roommate, this is the third week that she's letting me use her computer and she's honestly the best person of all time. And I need to just shout her out. Her name's Haley. She's great. She works for the galaxy and I love her and yeah, she's awesome. So thanks the for that. Galaxy. Oh yeah. She's a fucking badass. She went to Auburn and is a D1 swimmer there and then got her master's there. And now she works for the galaxies. She's a G. No shit. What was but her, was like, what was her event? Uh, I think it was, freestyle i think she's a 50 freer um but she is like the most amazing human and i love her but yeah she's great i also just can't afford a computer because i can't i mean i could so i told you i briefly told you about my car yes okay so before i left for boston i was just in boston for my birthday my car has been being a little b and the locks have been like going up and down like kind of like on the fritz a lot and i was just like i'm just gonna not deal with this right now because i feel like the problem is just gonna go away because that's how we do problems i either block them out of my life on every social media platform and on text messages or i just ignore them till they go away um so i was like i'm just gonna ignore this till it goes away this was actually like a couple weeks ago so then it's just gotten progressively worse <laughs> again i'm an insane person so it's just gotten progressively worse so before I left, I was like, I can't even get into my car. So I was like not unlocking. And then I'd have to like manually unlock the door, which was like kind of working. But then I got in my car and it was like weird. I had to like lock it before I had to shut my car door. Also my passenger side car door. Um, it doesn't have like the electrical lock doesn't work. It's all manual. Cause that's another story. So anyway, so this was happening and then I kind of forgot about it. And then I got back from Cal or back from Boston the other day. I go to get my car yesterday. I shut the door. I forget about anything because I had left it unlocked. I like forget. I go to turn out of my driveway. My fucking driver's side door just completely opens up as I'm oh, on the no. street. And I was like, oh, fuck me. So I was like, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do I do? Like I was like holding it. And then I like locked it and then slammed it shut and it worked. But when I went to get out, the handle didn't work. So I was like, all right this is a nightmare situation. Like, what do I do? And so I was like trying to unlock it. I'd unlock it. It still went, it was like being all fucked up still. So I had to climb through my window. I was like, what a way to come out of 30. I'm climbing through the window of my shitty O4 cord. The ceiling also is falling down in the back. I had staple gunned it a couple months ago and like, it's still just peeling. So it's like half of it's up staple gun to the top of the roof of my car. The other half's fucking dropping down whatever into my line of vision. I look like a fuck. I just look insane. So then today I realized <laughs> I'm like, this car is worth nothing. Like literally, I don't even know if I can sell it. Um, but I'm just going to, so I'm not going to get it fixed cause I need a new car. Yeah. So now the strategy is I have to get in my car and like, all right. So to get in my car, well, to get out of my car, I have to, my door handle completely doesn't work on the inside. I like pull it and it just does nothing. Like it, it's just like flapping. So I have to roll my window down. I usually, and it's usually rolled down anyways, because I don't have AC. So I, my windows roll down. I go outside the car, it's unlocked. I open it from the outside. So I fucking like valet myself on the outside, open it, get out of the, then roll the window back up, lock it and then shut it. And then to get in, I have to manually unlock it, get in the car, 
do it all over again, lock it, shut it. So that's where I'm at. So I need a new car as priority number one. And now I also need a new computer because if we're going to keep doing this, I can't keep using my poor roommates because she is a blessing, but like, I need to be an adult and get my own computer. <laughs> so if anybody out there is listening and you're like not in the budget, you're the budget is not for my car. You can buy for me. I'm looking at a forerunner or an Audi Q3. You could just buy me a new MacBook, and I would be like the happiest person ever. Even like a refurbished one of Amazon. So, you know, you guys, if you really just want to be a good person in this day and age in 2020, as I peel my eye masks off, please help a girl out. So that's what's happening with me. That's how I was welcomed into 30. I'm really not a real adult. You're, you're like, you're entering and exiting your car like a NASCAR driver. Oh, a thousand percent. One thousand percent. And la okay. And then today I went to go see my friend get a new golden retriever and I was like, fuck me. And I just like had to climb out the window. Cause I was like, this isn't even working right now. The strategy hadn't been figured out yet. So I was just like climbing out of the window. But, like imagine me in a Vaughn's parking lot. Imagine me like going to a dude's house and he's like upstairs and he's like looking out for me and I'm fucking climbing out of my car window. Like on PCH. Yeah. Just like, hold on one second. <laughs> I'm like, Hey, it's fucking me. I'm so sorry that you have to witness this. It's fine. We're fine. Everything is fine. But yeah, so I'm in the market for a new car, a new computer. It's going to be great. Sounds like Maddie needs a sugar daddy. Dude, can you even imagine? I mean, I've been offered money to hang out with dudes before. Have I told you this? No. Also, I love at the beginning of the podcast, me and Justin were like, we don't have a lot of topics to talk about today. And now we're just chatting this, away. Yeah, we're, we're a very pro-tangent podcast. We always we write down like a, a very, and when I say very loose, I mean very loose like i wrote down i have a notebook next to me with six things written on it so i think we've hit maybe one of them if that yeah we and talked we about your car that's it oh, we did talk about my car okay <laughs> that's one yeah that's one <laughs> and now we're into sugar daddies i used to work at a restaurant and i used to have these people come in it was these guys that worked at a finance firm and they were super funny and i like loved them one of them was a little bit older than me and then they were all like dad age um but they were like super respectful and like cool and like nice and one of them wasn't married. And then one of the younger ones was like, you should go on a date like with the guy, like with our boss or whatever. And I was like joking. I was like, yeah, if he paid me. And he was like, if he paid you, would you go? Like if he was going to take you to lunch in Venice, like, would you go? And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm, he, and I was like, but how much is he going to give me? And he's like, well, he's going to pay for your lunch. And I was like, I'm not just going to fucking go out with this dude, this old sugar daddy dude, just for a free meal. Like, I don't need that. I can con someone in my kitchen to do that. I don't need that. So he was like, what if he gives you $200 for six hours in Venice, like walking around on a date? I was like, $200? I was like, I was going to say like a grand. That's like my entire day. If I wanted to make $200, I'd come to fucking work and like not have to entertain <laughs> this dude. Like, what are you talking about? So that never worked out. I did see him recently though. He's an absolute dream, but maybe I'm going to have to hit him up because MacBooks are like a thousand bucks and my car down payment is going to be a couple thousand. So. What, was, he a, was he a hot older man? He was like on paper, but not my type, like not someone I would go for. He was, but he's like a dream, but just not my type. Like I saw him very much as like a friend and like someone I would like go out and get fucked up with, um, but not someone I could like actually hook up with. So, but I'm right. still going to be like, give me a thousand dollars to go out to lunch with you. because I'm yeah. and, and at first when you said Venice, I thought you meant like Venice, Italy, not like Venice, California. Mm. I'm like, that's a hell of a lunch. Oh, honestly. Yeah. I'd probably go to Venice, Italy with the dude. <laughs> and he wouldn't have to pay me. That'd be sick. This was back obviously pre fucking Corona. Ugh, uh, I would do anything to go to 
freaking Italy now. I'm so fucking sick of like what, like just watching and listening to it. Not that like I'm just gonna pretend it's going away, like one of those assholes that you right. think only exist on the internet, and then you see them in real life, and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But like, <laughs> fucking just figure it out, Jesus Christ. The fuck out. Also, the doctor, dude. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, what's her name? Um, Stella Emanuel, Trump's Trump's witch doctor. When someone I saw this meme, the one you sent me on Instagram, and I was like, this is like a parody account. Like, there's no way this is real. Like that this person actually believes this. Oh yeah. And I'm like, listen, like, all right, I'm gonna look at her freaking what it like. Where did she get her degree? Like, I'm like confused. I, I have no idea, but I know that she, like, she also runs some sort of church, like Red Dragon Church or something like sure. that. Um, like, she's a, so she's a doctor and a fucking pastor? Yeah. Seems, seems a little clouded there, but okay. So, yeah, so, like, you know, we, we've got, we've got all these, you know, highly qualified medical professionals, you know, right. regardless of, of your, your feelings on Anthony Fauci, the guy has been the top epidemiological expert. First on of all, viruses. what a fucking word! Are you kidding? Say that word again. Epidem- epidemiological. That's a UNH education right there, people. Hell well. yeah! Love what that. Up? State school. <laughs> got a got a got a fucking Ivy League brain and a state school <laughs> body. What up? <laughs> We love that. We love that. We love you're, it. You, you ever been to a quick tangent? You ever been to an Ivy League school? Um, I've or, hung out with people that were like I was surrounded by Ivy League people, but I don't think I've ever been on a campus of an Ivy League. No. So I, I lived when I lived in Providence. I lived like a mile down the street from Brown. Okay. Academic kids like are weird. You know, oh, I'm, like yeah, I'm sure. Very weird. You know. Cause you dedicate your whole life to your education unless you're just like a naturally smart human being, which like good on you, but yeah, whatever. But anyway, back to what I was saying <laughs> with, with Fauci. All right. Yeah. Like he's, he's a scientist. Correct. He's not a politician. Everybody looks at him like, Oh, he's just saying that. Cause he's like a Democrat. Yada, yada, yada. No, like science doesn't lie. Math doesn't lie. Those are like, all pretty, don't lie. Ball don't lie. Those are pretty like absolute constructs mm-hmm. in society that you can't really refute no. yeah the guy's been working on like viruses like this in aids research and you know pretty much every major sickness and illness this guy's like at the forefront of it and he's been cast aside <laughs> in, in favor of this like other like this far dumber scientist who plays right into his hands. But like, is this real? All right, I almost want to like fact check this because like some of the shit on here that I see that she believes in is, I, I'm i like, what is this? I, I genuinely Fucking feel banana like, land. Fucking banana, banana land. Gynecological problems are caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Again, so many problematic situa- like th- things in that statement. Also, I feel like I've had sex with some pretty demonic men in my fucking time. And I can assure you, I don't have 
gynecological issues. And those weren't even in my dreams. I was very much awake for those. Alien DNA is currently being used in medical treatments. I don't even, that I, ma'am, what are you even talking about? Um, oh, scientists have plans to install microchips in people and are developing a vaccine to present, pe prevent people from being religious. I feel like people don't need a vaccine for that. I, I mean, I just feel like it is what it is. Again, it is, it, what, it it is, is. what it is. Drink. I drink. It is what it is. Drink. Um, she does believe in the Illuminati, though, which I do also believe in the Illuminati. So I do um, feel with her on that one. Tell, tell um, me about it. The Illuminati. I like I've always wondered, but I'm like afraid to ask. OK, I just hear I, about it associated with like Jay-Z and stuff a lot. OK, so like I don't know if you know this about me. Or I don't know if anybody knows this about me. Maybe some people do. I full on. OK, so this I this really set in for me in quarantine when I was like really in my feelings. I full on believe that we're living in a simulation, 100%. Like, I'm a simulation. Really? Person. I don't think, like, I just feel like things happen to me that, and like, I'm like, this is something that is, someone just did this because they knew I thought of this, or like, I'll ask the universe for shit and it will just happen. Like, so many times in my life, like, I have a bunch of examples. So, so when I first moved here, I'm getting on a tangent. Here we go now, we're talking about fucking simulations. I don't know if this is directly correlated to like simulation things, but I do think we're living in kind of a simulation and um, me and one of my friends talk about this a lot, but I do feel like we're living in a universe that, think about how big the fucking universe is. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we were just in a computer. Okay, so, oh, this, all right, I'm, we're gonna- Like our, like our whole life is the Truman Show, basically. Kind of. So this is what I was thinking. And I like came up with this. I actually forgot about this till now. I came up with this idea when I was in quarantine, fucking doing my own shit and talking to one of my friends that also believes in a simulation. Think about when you play the Sims. Okay. You're playing the Sims. You're 14 years old. You are doing wicked fucked up shit to people for no reason. You're playing roller coaster tycoon and you are legitimately sending people off of roller coasters just to hear the screams. Did you play roller coaster tycoon? Yeah, and I played the Sims and did fucked up stuff in the Sims. And you do weird <laughs> shit like that the house is on fire. You do like weird fucking stuff and like you're not a horrible person. We're not murderers like because this situation isn't real. Because we think it's not real. So what if then you leave these call you leave your sims and you leave your roller coaster tycoon places and you forget about them and you don't fucking tend to them because they're just simulations they're literally just computer games okay yeah bear with me here what if the world was just a fucking one of those simulations that somebody forgot about and was like we're just gonna see where the fuck this goes and like they would just be like i'm gonna throw a fucking hurricane in here just to see what's gonna happen and then i'm gonna try and rebuild it but then i'm gonna have the guy that i had on the fucking reality show the trump guy fucking try and fix this global pandemic but he's a fucking idiot like it's just so funny to see him and like what if like there's so many situations and like crazy like horrible things that happen to people like like tragic accidents like what if that's in the power of somebody else because like we do those things and we're not murderers. Like we're not bad people, but we would go on the Sims and like set fires to the homes and like do weird shit. And I'm sure people do weirder shit. I haven't played a Sims since I was 13, but yeah. so I just feel like we could, we, there is a possibility that we could be in a simulation that somebody had left and we are just kind of on our own and, and advancing intellectually and kind of 
doing what we can do. And here we are. And now it's all fucked up. Now there's a fucking pandemic. And, you know, here we are. I feel like that's how I feel. Also, Illuminati is a fucking real thing. Whether they're like reptile people or not, there are like, there are reasons that people are in power and power. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't like to think of myself as a conspiracy theorist, but I do like to think of myself as someone that like, okay, like it's most, some of this stuff does make sense. So, you know. So, so, so just to piggyback on, on that uh, yes. a little bit, uh, number four on this list yes. is government is run in part by reptilians and aliens. Okay. So I've listened to podcasts about this because again, I'm a fucking weirdo. I don't think the government is run by reptilians, but I feel like the government is like all connected. I'm not even high right now. I have a porridge brain. Before we are, before, <laughs> before we even started this yesterday, I was like texting Justin because I have to work this weekend and like, I'm like have plans. So I was like, I, tomorrow's the only day I can do it. I was like, but my brain is a bowl of porridge. So just like, bear with me. I also oh. forget what we're even talking about. What were we just talking? Like my brain is fucked up right now. My, mine, mine too. I like, I got done. I got done work today and I felt like my eyeballs were going to melt out of the sockets. Yeah. Just lava down the face. Yeah. that That's um, all. That's it. Lava like, on the same page. I hope people enjoy this because I'm really going off on this. Yeah. Th- this is the porridge brain episode this of the podcast. The porridge, that's the name of the episode, porridge brain. You're, you're going to get some weird shit out of us. <laughs> I totally weird. I even forget what we're talking about. We're talking about reptiles. Reptiles the- running the government. Okay. No, I don't think that. I think that the government is all interconnected. And I think that there is a set of elite people that are only out for themselves. And I, I mean, if you don't think that you need to wake the fuck up, um, and oh, just pay, like, scratch the surface of the attention that you're paying to, to politics and like things that are going on. I mean, even with the Epstein shit, um, people didn't think his Island existed and that like all of these things were not real. And now we're like, Oh my God, there's a fucking Netflix documentary on it. So talking I don't about how his dick looked like an egg. <laughs> Mr. Epstein, is it true that you have an egg-shaped penis, very thin and rounded at the top and thick at the base? Bro, I can't even... Bro. Oh. What a fucking... He is... Oh. I mean... What, what is it? What is it about people that when they get money, like, that guy had more money than you and I could probably ever dream of having in our entire lives. Oh, Yeah. What is it about these people that get like stupid rich? They become weird fucks. Like with all like between that and like all the me too stuff, like these rich, powerful dudes like Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer, they get like rich and famous and and they develop all this like weirdo shit. I forgot about Matt Lauer. Um, I feel like it's just, um, yeah, I feel like people, I mean, they're clearly like shitty people beforehand and then they just have the power to do whatever they want and it's fucking sickening. It's, it's fucking up. Like what, like, what is it? Like you reach a certain like dollar amount that you're worth and you're just like, all right, you know what? I've got a lot of money. I'm just going to be a weird fuck for the rest it's, of my well, life. I mean, Epstein is a disgusting like sexual terrorist and I just can't wait for that woman to fucking out every single person that was involved in that because that was so fucked up what he was doing and it doesn't get any i mean it doesn't get enough press as it should i don't know but anyways back to my point is that people thought that was a conspiracy theory and it 
absolutely the fuck was not. So I just, yeah. you can't really trust anything. And it's just a scary thing. So you know, back then, she yeah. was, she was caught in New Hampshire. Oh my God. Yeah. But where? Uh, Bradford, which I looked it up is somewhere between like Concord and Dartmouth college. It's like in the woods. It's she was like with her husband or something on the ranch or something. She, she bought like a 55 acre piece of land, all cash under some sort of assumed name. And I, I looked it up and I guess her dad too, you know, she's like a, whatever, one of those like oh, publishing heirs, like yeah. some sort of shit. That's what she is. Like her mm-hmm. dad, big time, like, big time you know publishing guy so i don't even know what the fuck he did but whatever it is he made a lot of money doing it and i think he was like part of like the israeli Mossad or something like that which is which is like you know uh, they're like the israeli green berets or or whatnot and he i guess also a sexual deviant so that's so fucked up that whole thing i mean we need a whole episode on that because i'm just like after after she got caught, I looked up her her dad's Wikipedia. His name's Robert Maxwell, right? And it said he used to walk around his yacht and just like basically, you know, himself and a couple other people and like the help on the yacht. He would just walk around his yacht, big fat guy, huge bushy eyebrows, a lot of body hair, really Ew. gross, just completely naked, hog flapping in the wind. Bro, he would, he would just pee off the side of his yacht. I guess, according to <laughs> according to his Wikipedia page, which may or may not be true, who knows? Reasonably verifiable verifiable source at this point mm-hmm. had a heart attack or some sort of um, cardiac episode mm-hmm. as he was taking a piss off the side of his yacht. Fell into the ocean off like the Azores or the Canary Islands or something mm-hmm. like that, and just like kind of floated away. And they like found him a couple hours later. One of those people on the yacht was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm over this shit. And shoved him off the side of the fucking yacht. I'm sick of watching this fat, hairy man walk around with his cock out. Yeah, I'm (laughs) sick of it. I would have done the same. I would have fucking pushed his ass off the side too. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Yeah. that. but wow, we really went, look at us just chatting away. (laughs) Yeah. We're doing it. (laughs) We're, we're getting weird with it tonight. We're getting fucking weird with it. Oh my tonight. God. My friend that was talking to me that I was saying that he, we talk about simulation stuff. It's been a while. I need to like rethink my ideas, but he was like, I'm so happy you finally got a podcast. Cause sometimes I just go down rabbit holes with him and I'm like, Oh, here we fucking go. Like my brain can just do whatever. And even in porridge brain, we can do, you know, we can go off on tangents. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're all over the place tonight. Yeah. My, place my brain's fried your brain's fried you have a much better reason for it how was your birthday my birthday was so fun so my parents so i've been getting tested for covid every week since for the past four weeks so because there's this there's this place in venice that does it you have to pay out of pocket but you get results in 15 minutes. And I knew I was going home and I was like seeing my family and I just was like nervous about seeing them and I was trying to be responsible. So I was getting tested, whatever. But my parents were still like, we don't want you and our friend and your friends staying in our house. Totally fine. Like not a big deal. So we rented a house like five minutes down the road. It was so fun. My cousin calls it the pirate ship because it's a friend of my dad's. It's like 
this, it literally like is a pogue house from Outer Banks. It's fucking unreal. So it was just me and like five of my girlfriends and it was the time of our lives. Um, I've never been so fucking drunk around my parents in my life. It was like during the day and I was just like shit face. I was like avoiding my father. Cause I was like, I can't have, you know, me as this person who was like, frankly, my true self, but like, there's no fucking way. Like I was so <laughs> my cousin bought a, my cousin, um, bought a blender. So we grew up on the beach and in the summers and one of his uncles has these gas powered blenders and you have like a throttle on it, like a dirt bike. And so my cousin was like, I'm the guy. So he ended up buying one. We took it on the boat. We were like cruising around. He was making pina coladas in it, literally just like fucking chilling. I had a friend come in from LA um, and it was just so fun. We like kept it small, obviously, because like everything going on, we like didn't go out to eat. We just like chilled, but it was so fun. But it was so funny because like SJ was texting me today and we have to get her on the pod. She was making me laugh so hard today, but Hell yeah. um, she was like, I was, so she gets really bad. I get really bad anxiety in general. And then also when I drink, I get really bad anxiety. Um, but she also gets really bad anxiety. So bad to the point where her parents know not to talk to her on Sundays. So she was like, I, <laughs> Oh, it's a rule in their house. They cannot contact her. Um, which I respect in wow. fuck out of it. Oh yeah. Her parents will not talk to her on Sundays. Will not text her. Like that's incredible. Not. She's trained them well. She was like, do not fucking talk to me. I'm in my feelings. I'm going to live my life. Anyways, so she was like, for the amount of the weekend that I was blacked out, I just feel like, she's like, I have zero anxiety because I was around all of our friends that we I like trust and love. And we just had such a good time. And like, at one point, all of us started crying. <laughs> at one point, all of us were crying for the dumbest reasons. Like one of my friends had her boyfriend break up with her. It was like a horrible situation. And so she was crying to my other friend who then started crying because she felt so bad. So then the other friend, it was like a chain reaction. And then the, uh, my other girlfriend that I never see cry started crying because she just felt so bad. And then she's like, I feel like I'm interrupting your conversation and I'm so sorry. So then she started crying and says, I don't see her cry. I never cry. I started seeing her <laughs> fucking crying. So I'm like, why are you crying? I never see you cry. So then I started crying. And then my cousin Ken comes up to us and she's like, what the fuck is up with you guys? You guys need to fucking pull it together. Like you're being fucking psychos. Um, but it was pretty funny. And then at one point, one of my friends started crying because we took a photo and there was like an orb in the background, which I fully believe is a spirit. And so we were like, maybe it's her like dead relative spirit. Um, Cause I totally believe it totally is a spirit. Totally. hundred percent. If you have an yeah. orb in the back of your photo, it's energy. Totally. hundred percent. Um, but she was like, and we all like convinced her that it was like her grandmother that had passed. Who's like a fucking gem. And like, I honestly do now when I'm sober, I genuinely think it is still, but in my drunk brain again, I was like, wait, actually, maybe we're just like super stoned and like fucked up. Like, I don't think it is like, maybe we're just, and then like that triggered her. And she was like, why would you say it's not my grandmother? Like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, Oh my God, no, it is like, fuck. And then we got sober and I was like, also it's hundred percent your grandmother. I can't believe I would say that. Anyways, my birthday. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Yeah, she's a fucking G. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. I was just like with family and close friends and I turned 30 in like the best ways. Um, but yeah, and I, my friend from LA got to see like how I live and how like Boston and ridiculous my family can be. And yeah, she just loved that. You can't float in floats here in the ocean because like the surf is so crazy. You can't have like flotation stuff. Yeah. So she was just like in a floaty inner tube with her fucking claw, just like chilling. She was like, this is like the best thing I've ever done, but it was so fun. I wore an N95 the entire flight there. I was so hungover and I had a layover 
and I was so fucking hungover and I was just like breathing into this N95 and I was like, all I could think about was the fucking Karens. And I was like, if I can be a hungover piece of shit and literally did not take my mask off once, not once for nine hours, you can fucking go to the grocery store, you dumb bee. Um, and then I did it on the way home too. I wasn't hungover. It sucked, but it, it, it was what it was, but yeah, uh, it was fine. Drink. Um, drink. <laughs> but, I tried to rephrase it. Couldn't do it. It is what it is. Fuck it is drink. what it is. Yeah. I, I, uh, I can't imagine having to like fly on the, you got the mask. Like you already can't oh. breathe. Cause you're like laboriously walking around hungover, like, Oh, just feel it was, like absolute shit. And you're breathing your own breath. And so oh. I was like, I'm going to fucking vomit into this mess. <laughs> like, it was so bad. It was so early in the morning. I'd like, oh my God, I'd gone out with this guy that I'm talking to. Um, and I'd like drink way too much wine. And I was just like, it was, my flight was at 8.55 in the morning. I'm not a fucking morning person. Everyone knows yeah. that. And then I just strap on my N95 and I had another mask over it. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't even believe um but i i'm used to flying flights absolutely either absolutely still blacked out or or hung over but with right. an n5 is just a different um it's a different ball game it's a different factor but everyone was wearing their masks it was fine i was tweeting angrily at one point i know you saw about how yeah. people were like standing extremely close to me and i was like if you don't get the fuck away from me i'm honestly gonna start throwing hands like i need you to like respect it and the woman at, honestly you if we united and they were great yeah the woman at the front was like, y'all need to be six feet away from each other. She was like, this is ridiculous. You guys are in line to get on the plane, but like be six feet away. So I was like, I appreciated that. But yeah, other than that, it was fine. And I flew Delta on the way back. It was fine. My friend flew American and they were a shit show. She said it was sardine packed, like oh. terrible. She flew them the whole way. She flew them there and back. She had a layover both times. And she said it was awful. She was like, I felt terrible. Oh. So American Airlines. Also... They do you follow Kook of the Day? I'm on a rant today. Uh, I on on Twitter or Instagram? Instagram. I gotta look it up. I don't know if I do. So it's basically like Kooks of the Day. So it's like surfing stuff. It's like a surfing um, Instagram, but it's like just funny stuff. But they reposted this guy that all of he had like eight surfboards or something in a surf bag or like six surfboards, and they all were like damaged beyond belief by American Airlines, and they won't reimburse him. And oh, I was just like, American shit. Airlines, you already are, are on like the fucking chopping block, my guys. Like, why are you like, there's so much bad press going on. And like, I understand you're a business and like, you're being hit by this, but like, this is not the way to go about it. Like, no, you could have spun this story positively. And like, I don't know who's running your PR department, because if you laid them off, that was a bad business business decision because holy shit, you guys pulled the fuck together. I, I do follow them. This is shocking stuff. Can you see like, it? Yeah, it. It looks like somebody took an axe to these surfboards. Like, it how does like, this happen? It looks like Michael Scott took the surfboards and put them into the baler and fucking crushed them. That's what, <laughs> it, looks like. That's what it looks it's, like. Holy shit. This is, like, really bad. Like, Terry. They, don't, they, don't make, they don't make, like, you know, fake joke surfboard shark attacks with the big, like, you know, the jaw teeth <laughs> cut out of it and the yeah. portions... Those are like child's play compared to the damage that this thing has. And Insane. shit. Insane. And they were like, we're not accepting your claim because you didn't have a hard cover for your surfboard. And like, no one, like, what, what do you mean, dude? Like, that was like insane. So I haven't seen it since probably two days ago, whenever it was posted, but I hope 
the the last time I flew hungover on a plane, I've I've done this a lot. These are my so, favorite stories, by the way. So I can't wait. So like you know, going to Final Fours every year, I would always <laughs> do the same thing every year to the point where people like started to catch on to it that I knew mm-hmm. I would fly. I would take one of, if not the absolute worst flight back. So like I went to, I went to Phoenix one year and I, I took a red eye back. I left at, at midnight on Sunday. I got back at 11 AM on, I got back at 11 AM on Monday I drank all the way up until I got to the plane. I feel nauseous. I was drinking in the airport. Got, they served us on the plane. And I, I finally fell asleep at one point. Woke up 7 in the morning. I'm in Charlotte. It's bright as hell out. I feel like shit. Whatever. I used to do this a lot. Like every Final Four I went to, I always took like the worst flight home. But the last time I flew hungover on a plane... I was in your neck of the woods. I flew into, uh, into Long Beach, um, Long Beach Airport, which is the most scenic airport I think I've ever been to. I don't know if you've ever yeah. flown out of there before. I have not. So it was, uh, it was 2018. I was going out there for a wedding. It was during the ALCS. I remember this because we specifically got tickets on JetBlue so that I could watch the Red Sox play the Astros. Love so that. we get out there, get after it for the wedding. We leave, we got in on a Friday, out on a Sunday Mm -hmm. or whatever. And we left after the wedding, open bar wedding, of course. I mean, you know, we're we're in Orange County, open bar wedding. Definitely had a little too much to drink. I felt terrible the next day, right? So we go to the, it's like our flight outs at like, I don't know. 11 or whatever so i'm getting a cheeseburger in the airport at like 10 in the morning which is the second most savage thing i think i've ever seen at that time of day listen airport time is not real time the airport it's a it's a vacuum it doesn't exist doesn't exist so i eat the cheeseburger i'm still feeling queasy we get onto the we get onto the airplane i had the window seat on the way out wife had the the middle seat so we flip-flopped you know fairness equality you know, we're yes. a big quality family here. Yes, so, and so she was to my left. I had this overly, this, this like guy next to me who was overly concerned with the cleanliness of his space. He okay. was like, he was, you know, wiping down his whole seat, his tray, the seat in front of him, both mm-hmm. armrests. He brought like a thing of Lysol wipes, like not like the the portable ones, like the big canister that you put under the kitchen sink. He was ahead of his time with Corona. He was ahead of his time. And I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he maybe he saw it coming. I don't know. But I'm sitting there and I can feel this. As we start taxiing, I'm like- I'm getting nauseous just having you tell the story. I was like, Kara, I, I don't know if I can, if I can make it till like we get to altitude. And she goes, <laughs> she's like, you have to. And I'm sitting there. I'm green around the gills. Oh my God. We're, we're on the way up. I'm like, I'm going to puke. Like this is going to happen. Like we're, we're in the air for maybe like six minutes. We didn't even get to altitude. And I'm like, need the puke bag. Reach in the, in the seat in front of me. (sighs) Fill the bag. This guy next to me, horrified. Oh my God. And I'm sitting there with this 
this bag of puke. Oh and he, he's like staring at me and I'm like, I finally God, finished. And I'm like, I'm like sweating or whatever. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm standing there. I've got this full bag of puke in my hands. We're still ascending. Like we're at a, we're at a, we're at like a, like almost a fucking 75 degree angle in the air. And I'm like, I turn and look at the guy. I'm like, I got to get out and go to the bathroom here, man. And he goes, I, I don't, I don't think you can do that. I was like, what do you want me to do? You just, I was like, you were just disinfecting your whole area. I'm sitting here with a bag of puke. You want some, you want us to hit some turbulence and I just spill it? Like, yeah, what do you want? Out. And I, I, I climb over and one of the, one of the, um, flight attendant sees me like scurry into the bathroom. She goes, sir, you need to go back to your seat. I was like, I'm going to throw up all over this bathroom. <laughs> I went in there and I hear the intercom come over. They're like, we need all passengers uh, to report back <laughs> to their seats. And I'm like, I'm yelling at the steward. They're like, sir, you need to come out. I was like, I'm okay. I'm on the floor. Like, it'll be fine. Like, just give me a second. I'll go back <gasps> to my seat. It was a disaster. I am. That is my worst nightmare. What airline were you on? JetBlue. The best is when the people stand up and they come over the intercom and they're not like, they're passively aggressive being like, everybody needs to stay in their fucking seats. Yeah. Wait, that is unbelievable. So how long were you in the bathroom? Were you just puking your brains out? Just like, I had to, I I dumped the bag. I threw the bag out. I had a couple more, you know, dry heaves in me. Little bit came out. Then I was like, all right. Wipe my, wash my hands, wipe my face off, run back to the seat, throw in, a pa- throw in a piece of gum. It was a disaster. That sounds like a chance. I would have had an anxiety attack. I would have had, was Kara, Kara just laughing at you? She was like, she, she was like embarrassed. She was like, I don't, I don't want to be seen with you. Right Honestly, now. <laughs> if I did that, I would have stood up and be like, we just came from a wedding. Um, we've all been here before. Everyone needs to fucking relax. Yeah. I was like, like I was like, uh, I apologize to the guy next to me. I was like, hey, sorry about that. I, um, I get, <laughs> I was like, I get really bad motion sickness, which not the truth oh. at all. And I smelled like a tavern. So like, <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you a story about lying to my fucking seat partner. This actually involves the Celtics fucking coach. What's his name? Brad Stevens. Yes. I just remember the story because you said that. So I... Full disclosure to everyone listening, I can't, if I'm being rushed to pee, I can't pee. I can't pee in front of guys. Like if I sleep at a guy's house and he, I know he can hear me pee, I can't do it. Yep. Um, if a guy's staying at my house, I, I'm gonna, I'll use my roommate's bathroom, which is outside of my room because I can't use the bathroom because I cannot listen. I cannot have people listen to me when I pee. Um, it's so, I don't know why. Also like in the ocean, if I'm like peeing or if people know I'm peeing in the ocean, I can't do it. Right. It's a whole thing. I don't know what complex it is. I don't have a therapist, so I'm not sure, but I very just Very pee shy. It's very pee shy. When I'm drunk in the bathroom with gals, it's fine. I'll fucking pee, but like other places, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> I was on a flight back. I was on JetBlue actually, which is so funny because I never fly JetBlue, but I was on a JetBlue flight and we were going LA to Boston and um i had to pee so bad and so i get up to pee and then all of a sudden i'm in line and then but i'm the only one in line like there's one person in front of me yeah and then brad stevens gets up with his son and starts standing behind me and i was like i'm not going to be able to fucking like there's no fucking way because i know 
even if it wasn't Brad Stevens, there was no way I was going to be able to pee regardless. But I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to pee. So I get into the fucking, like on buses, I couldn't pee on buses. I went a whole New York trip on a bus, didn't pee. So I get into the fucking st- the bathroom and I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know I'm not going to pee. I just can't do it. So after like a couple minutes, I'm like, fuck this. So I get out. I'm like, ha- I'm like in pain at this point. I'm like, a pre- I'm like, this is terrible. So I look at Brad Stevens. He's like, I'm like, what's up, Brad Stevens? He goes in. I go back to my seat. I sit down. I'm in the window because I'm like a window seat person. Um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm going to pee my pants if I don't get up again. And I was like, this is like, like, I will legitimately pee my pants. So I turn to the person, the people next to me and I go, first of all, this was last year. I am how I look now. Like I was not like, whatever. I go, I am so sorry. I'm pregnant. I put, oh, before I did this, I put one of my rings on my ring finger. Okay. I put one of my rings on my ring finger and I sat there and I said, I put my hands on my face and I said, I am so sorry, but I'm pregnant and I need to pee. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I keep having to get up to pee, but it's just like, I'm pregnant. And I don't know if it's like the pressure, the altitude, like, I'm so sorry. I'm traveling alone and I'm pregnant. And they were like, Oh my God, it's okay. Like, it's okay. It's fine. Like no worries. And I literally got up and had to go to the fucking bathroom again and pee. Brad Stevens sabotaged my fucking pee break on a jet blue flight from LAX to Boston you motherfucker. Wow. Yeah, I had to lie. And the whole, I literally flipped the ring I have. It's not even on my finger right now, but I flipped it. So you like looked like a wedding ring and I put it on my hand and I was like, oh so my the God. I was lying. I was like really going in on the lie. I was like really going in on it. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was funny. And I was just in like so much, I was like, this is awful. And then I peed and it was fine. But I was like, Brad Stevens, how fucking dare you? Um, I yeah. also have a Brad Stevens airport story. Oh my God, tell me. He's such a gem. Also, I was like, what a kind looking man. Just oh kind- yeah. He's very nice. Yeah. So I I was at, um, I was going to DC for okay. Memorial Day four years ago. Also, I'm yeah, taking you on the move because I need more wine. Um, but I don't blame my- you. I'm taking you on the move. So, <laughs> I- <laughs> so I was, uh, I was going, we're, me, and, me and the wife were going to DC. Um, you know, for Memorial Day, you know, wanted to yeah. tour the city or whatever. She, we had a couple friends that lived uh, down there at the time. Um, you know, so we, uh, we're, we're in the airport, we're sitting at the bar and, you know, we're kind of like looking at each other and I yeah. see from like over her shoulder, I see Brad Stevens walking up very unassuming, like polo yeah. shirt, just like, un- oh. like, polo shirt with a nike swoosh no like no like celtics gear or whatever he was wearing like cargo shorts yep. and running shoes and i was like i stopped like mid-sentence i was like holy shit Kara, that's brad stevens she's like who the hell is brad stevens i was like the coach of the celtics she goes uh-huh. where i'm like that guy right over there Wait, this is in boston yeah this was in boston he was okay. he was going he was leaving going God knows where. I have no idea. I, I yeah. panicked. I mean, like, I, I, she was like, where? I was like, right over there. She goes, I don't see him. Yeah. Right right there. That guy right there. Oh, she goes. Right, the, the most basic looking white dude ever. Yeah. She was like, that dad <laughs> with the cargo shorts and, the, and yeah. the sneakers? I was like, yes, that's Brad Stevens. Nobody is going up to him and saying anything because no, he's so unassuming that, like, nobody knows who nobody he is. And no one on my flight knew who he was. And it was it was right after that year that they were like, 
that they were really good and they had like Isaiah Thomas, you know, and shit. And they were like dynamite. And I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Kara, do I, do I go like say, she goes, yeah, go like, go say hello to him or whatever. So I like got up, I walked over. I said, coach Stevens. Uh, I'm like, meanwhile, my heart is like jumping out of my throat. I'm like borderline having a panic attack. I'm like, coach Stevens, big fan. You guys had a great year this year. Yada, yada, yada. I was wearing a brown basketball t-shirt. He starts like talking to me about like brown, brown university men's basketball, which I was just wearing the t-shirt cause I worked at camps or whatever. This guy talked to me for like five minutes. What a nice man. And nobody had any idea. And then even after I left, I turned and looked back and this like older woman looks at me like, Oh, are you the uh, coach of the Celtics? He's like, he's like, I am. Yeah, she goes, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Then, like, turns away. And I was like, am I the only one? Am I, like, I feel like I, I felt like Mugatu and Zoolander. I feel like yeah. I'm taking crazy pills. I'm the only one who knows who Brad Stevens is <laughs> in this entire airport. Um, that's so – I also landed in Boston a couple years ago, and the first person I saw was Ortiz, and no one was freaking out. And I was like, are you guys fucking serious? Um, also, I have a story. I have so many fucking stories, Justin. I mean, here we go. But – yeah. I'm just thinking about nice dad, like dad men, like in sports. So when I went to um, Minnesota for, I didn't actually go to the Super Bowl, but I went to party. What was that? Two, three years ago. I went to party in Minnesota and I get there, whatever. And the girl I was with was like new barstool people. And so she got us and I'd like met them before, whatever. And so like we had, like um just like through her like i'd met like gaz who like everyone meets gaz it's like not a big deal but she knew like everybody so we, <laughs> he, everyone knows him that's true uh, yeah yeah everyone knows gas so oh tyler cameron reveals feelings to hannah i'm getting updates on my roommate's computer oh oh you were a bachelor guy too i'm a huge bachelor guy so yeah tyler cameron reveals feelings to hannah i don't know what that means i don't know i think t- it's a t- that hot dude Tyler, I think. So, so he was he was the runner up on her Bachelorette. He's season. the hottest person I've ever seen. If it's yeah. who I'm of. And and he lost to the uh, to the guy uh, Jed, who they found out afterwards was only there to try to to advance his music career, which sometimes people do, but they get voted off very early on. He had yeah. a he had a girlfriend up until the day he left for filming, so it wasn't like. You know, they have, like, rules against that. So, it's like, you're not supposed to be dating within, like, six months or whatever. So, he had a I'm girlfriend the whole time. Have I told you my bachelor's story about how they tried to – how the casting director approached me? Uh, no. I'm jumping but... around 15 different stories right now. I'm going to tell the bachelor story, and then I'll tell the other nice story from the Super Bowl. When I worked at Soul Cycle, this was when I was 25, turning 26 – I would show up to SoulCycle and I would be no makeup. I would, or in the makeup I wore out the night before we started our shifts at five 30 in the morning and I would sleep for three hours and show up there nap in the laundry room. Um, but I was so good with the customers that they couldn't fire me. They were like, we can't fire you cause you're the most like personable person here, but you also like take naps in between classes. And like, frankly, you're a fucking liability, but <laughs> I would have to wear these like ugly ass yellow tank tops and I would never do my hair. Like my face would be a mess. Like I'm t- exhausted. I smell like booze. I didn't shower, obviously. So I'm in the bathroom of SoulCycle, which if you've been to a SoulCycle bathroom, it's the brightest like studio lighting ever. Everything in there is white and like all your, it's, so this woman comes up to me. I'm looking like a bag of dicks. She's like, hey, 
I noticed you out there um, working the front desk and I was like, okay, did I do something wrong? I'm so sorry. Like, are you in corporate? And she was like, no, um, I actually work for a TV show and I think you'd be like a great candidate. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, well, I'm not an actor. And she was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, I was like, I know I live in LA. I'm not an actor. And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. Um, you don't have to be. It's a reality show. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that sounds cool. And so she was like, you, she was like, you seem perfect. She's like, I need younger girl. Or she was like, I need older girls for this season. How old are you? And I was like, oh, I'm 25, almost 26. And she was like, that's perfect. All the girls I keep recruiting are like 21 and I need more brunettes. And I was like, okay. Um, still doesn't tell me what the show is. So she's like questioning me and she's like, honestly, you're fucking perfect. She's like, I need you to like, can you come to the front with me? Um, do your, will your boss mind if I like, if you ask, if I ask you some questions? And I was like, no, they don't give a fuck. So I go to the front <laughs> with her. I was like, this, they probably don't even know I'm working right now. So I go to the front with her and she's asking me all these questions. And then she's like, so I want to tell you, she's like, I think you're perfect to the show. I want you to be on the show, but it's The Bachelor. And I was like, oh, okay and and she's like saying all this shit to me and then she's taking my information down she's like oh one last thing i just need to verify that you're not in a relationship and i was like oh no i very much have a boyfriend and she was like so mad at me and she was like what do you mean and i was like i literally looked her down in the eyes and i go that show's fake as fuck like it's not gonna matter that i have a boyfriend or not and she was like no it absolutely matters she was like you just let me she was like i literally just like have you on the cast list and now you're telling me like you now you're telling me you have a boyfriend and i was like lady this is reality tv it is what you make it like if you want to take me fine if you don't find i feel like i'd be a good fucking candidate for that show especially if i had a boyfriend it'd add a different layer of drama and she was like i'll keep you in my rolodex like, if i ever need you but it was for um i don't and i don't watch that show it was for nick season Oh, Nick Vile. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like he seems like a real piece of shit. And a fucking, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would have maybe been an elite human on that show. He's He's been runner up on The Bachelorette twice and was The Bachelor on his own season. Seems like he's not a closer and we would not get along. But I told my dad that story and he was so pissed. He was like, why didn't you just lie? I was like, I don't know. Like, also, why do you want me to go on The Bachelor? And he's like, because I think it would be so funny if you were on it. And then like you were The Bachelor. My dad thinks I'd be so funny in The Bachelorette. He's like, we'd have to send in your brothers and your cousins because you'd just fucking vote everybody out. Oh my God. He was like, you would vote everybody else out on the first like episode and make them find a new crop of men. What what would your, what would your hometown, hold on. Let me, let me backtrack here before I get to the hometown part. What would your like character have been? Would you, cause I, I don't picture you as the girl who like night one is like, oh, you know, I feel like I've known Nick for my whole, my whole life. I'm really falling for him. Meanwhile, you just climbed out of a limo eight minutes ago, you know, showtime. Like yeah. And you um, talk to him for like, five minutes maybe and then like maybe had a little eskimo kiss on the patio like you know i don't know i i also um i don't really watch the bachelor i've seen like a couple episodes obviously but because i'm not a fucking psycho obviously i've seen some episodes but i don't know i feel like when i talked to my friends about it they were like you'd probably just be yourself and i'd be there and then i would be like all of these girls are i'd be in the confessional or whatever it is and be like all of these girls are fucking out of their minds and there's not enough wine here and they won't let us take shots and I need something to help me. And then I'd be like, I don't even know if I like this person. And then I'd probably mean to him and he'd probably like me and then I'd probably win. I feel like that's how it goes. No, oh I'm just, my God. I don't know. I feel like 
I don't know. I would love, I like love, I'm a weirdo and I like, I don't know. Are you like this? I love meeting guys' parents. I like thrive off of it. It's like a thrill and like an adrenaline rush for me. Are you like that or no? Like I, when you meet guys' parents? I, yeah, I, first of all, my in-laws are great. Like I, they're like. I mean, they listen to the pod so that, I mean, yeah, shout out to yeah, them. Like normal, like, you know, most, most mother-in-laws would probably have conversations with their, their daughter. Uh, about their husband's podcast. Uh, <laughs> honey, Justin's <laughs> podcast is too much. It's too over the top. You need to have a discussion with him. I don't know if we can have him at family gatherings, yada, yada, yada. He's My mother-in-law listened to it the day that I posted it last week. Listen, me, me talking about, um, you know, the, the, the letter that I got from this girl. She was like, oh my God, you guys are so funny together. I love it. When are you recording again next? I was like, fantastic. Like, this is great. Sandy, special shout out to my mother-in-law, Sandy. You are a gem. You're going to listen to this. I know you will. (laughs) Sandy, I mean, thank you so much for supporting us. Hopefully we get some ads in soon. Yeah, exactly. So like- It means a lot. I like, I always do bet, like much like, you know, I told my first date story with my wife a couple weeks ago. I always do better with like, when there's a couple people around, I'm a little bit of a ham so I can like, you know, play off. I can like play jokes off like other people and like, yes. you know, bounce her off be like, Oh yeah. You know, like you did this and yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, and, and they, people just, you know, eat it up not to toot my own horn as a man with no self-esteem. So like, <laughs> But uh, I, I do great. Yeah. Meeting, I feel like you would. Parents, fantastic. Great at it. You know? I love it. I feel like it's just a challenge. I feel like obviously you would thrive. I love it because I just like it's a challenge. And I'm like, I need everyone in this house to like me. Um, and here we are. I do. the One of the first times I met my ex-boyfriend's parents, I was borderline blackout on the 4th of July wearing booty jean shorts and like a cutoff. And I was like eating hummus with my hands. And I was like, listen lady this is who i am it only goes up from here so if you can over the sink oh 100 percent. first of all all of my meals are over the sink if you don't follow me on instagram know that i eat all my meals over the sink because i'm fucking i don't know i just am a server and we're just so used to standing up when we eat but yeah i definitely was eating it over the sink also there was like a donut casserole there which like oh i feel like girls i don't know because you're a guy so you don't know but i feel like girls sometimes have this like idea where they can't like eat and be themselves in front of guys and i was just like fistfuls of hummus fistfuls of fucking donut donut casserole which the girl actually sent me the recipe after his cousin um and yeah it was just but i do love it because and my parents are great like my parents like everybody that i bring home because they know if they say any different it's not gonna matter and then it's like after i break up with them and they're like oh yeah he was terrible and i'm like oh yeah and they're like well because you wouldn't listen to us and that is what it is yeah that's what having a daughter is like i guess <laughs> what were you just talking about <laughs> so i just for, got cut off my internet dropped and for, then for I, those listening uh we'll, we'll leave this part in uh, to explain <laughs> it i uh, had some technical difficulties um we got disconnected and i sat here staring at the wall for about i don't know four or five minutes waiting for uh, maddie to come back Sorry, my fucking life. Is that a, what were we talking about? Is that a sign for me to shut up or what? No, I think we're talking about, uh, we're talking about meeting other people's parents. 
Oh my God. And how we love it. Yeah. So my, like what, what I was saying was my, my mother, um, my, my dad has since passed, mm-hmm. you know, but my mom, any, any of, uh, I've only had like, you know, a couple of, a couple of girlfriends, never really uh, enough that I felt comfortable bringing home to mom. I brought two right. home to my, uh, you know, long-term girlfriends. One of them's my now wife. The other one's a girl I dated in college. Right. And my mom likes this one. Did not like the other one. <laughs> did not like the other one. Um, Yo, there's nothing worse than when a mom doesn't like you and you're a girl. That's fucking terrible. Right. And you know, here's, here's the thing. Like, my, you know, my mom just, she just wants to be like left alone. Like she, mm-hmm. she goes to work. She's worked the same job for, I don't know, 40 years. She just wants to go home and watch the real housewives of insert whatever city or, or area here and doze off on the couch. Well, you know, my stepdad watches something on TV upstairs about, I don't know, James Bond or world war two or something like that, yes. you know? So like reasonably easy to get along with doesn't you know i mean she's you know she's my mom so like i'm not like you know i gotta be like okay well you know i know you don't like this one it's kind of weird for me yada 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 so weird but there there is there is a a story which we'll we'll go into at another time you know i know we gotta we gotta wrap it up here so um we have time i just rescheduled and i was like can we do 749 Tremendous. All right. Perfect. So we got a couple so more minutes. Go to like, we'll go to like 7.15. I just need a half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we can even, we, we don't even have to, we don't have to dig too deep into your, your evening. I know you got to throw the makeup on and, and get all I need gussied just, up like, and ready to go. You guys, my fucking skin is freaking out and I just, I don't have bad skin. So I don't know why I need to figure out a plan to make it look like I wasn't drinking White Claws from sun up to sun up every fucking day. <laughs> frankly i feel like this guy's like a good dude and i'm like well fuck me he's gonna be like why does your skin look like that because you were dr- taking tequila shots at fucking 11 a.m yes that's why my guy Anyways. i i i just like I, i'm just like 30 year old dude with bad skin like it's not a good look okay before we do anything i'm gonna get to the bottom of this because i am a sephora queen and i and i in quarantine, I like figured out my skin and now we have masks. So it's like a whole different layer of shit that I have to figure out. But I feel like we can figure out why your skin is, I don't think it's trash. I mean, I only see you over the internet, but I don't think you have bad skin, but how much water do you drink a day? Uh, a lot more now than I used to. I've got a whole you, thing of it right here next I to need me. A, so we need an actual answer. Like, do you drink like one, like I have my hydro flask. Do you drink like one hydro flask a day? Is I that drink, all? So this I drink three or four of these a day. Okay. That's good. So like my skin has gotten better. I still get like bad zits. I think my, my diet sucks, which I feel I, like that's our next point of contention. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've started to, I've started to change it, you know, with the, with the whole gluten thing, which I referenced last right. week. Plus right. uh, I got some blood work done last week. I don't have great cholesterol. So. Woo. Well, eat your Cheerios. Also, 2020 has not been my year. What, what was that? I said, eat your Cheerios, lower your cholesterol. Also, stop eating fucking dairy. Yeah. That's and a, I know that's hard being dairy and gluten-free, but there are good, I mean, just, or limit your dairy. Right. And I guarantee you, you will feel, 
I've been vegan for what I hate that I'm vegan. I, I don't even want to talk about it, but I've made adjustments in my life with my diet and like cutting out, I've cut out dairy like over a year ago and it made such an impact on my life. And you will feel so much better. Even if you just don't, maybe you go like two days a week without eating dairy. Like it'll make such a difference. Good idea. That's a good idea. I'm gonna have to work on that. I just like, I fucking love ice cream. I love cheese. It's so good. And like, just Uh. maybe like two days or like two to three days, you guys can do like a a veggie night or just like a pay or like a night where you don't do dairy and gluten. I mean, I've had some really good, um, a girl that I know is pregnant again and she was telling me because she knows I'm vegan and she was like, I can't eat dairy. The baby is like rejecting dairy. So I need you to like help me with like dairy alternatives. And I have so, there's so many good things at Whole Foods now, Justin. I feel like we can just like transform your life two days a week. I, I was having this conversation with my wife earlier. Like, gotta, gotta make some changes. I got, I got the little guy now. I am not just worried about myself anymore. I just can't go and, you know, hammer pizza or, or bags of chips, oh, you know? so fucking good, though. Pizza is so fucking good. Oh, I miss pizza God. probably more. I do have a really good pizza, but it's not gluten-free, but it's vegan. But um, I think I miss pizza more than anything in the world. Like, hot, cheesy pizza. Oh, also, yeah. I just reviewed um, Craigville Pizza, which is literally across the street from my parents' cape house. And he gave it, I think he gave it a 5-9. And frankly, he can fuck off for that. It's <laughs> so good. I'm like, Prez, fuck you, dude. Like, it's, he's like, this is supposed to be, also, I skipped forward to, I didn't watch the whole review. I just like skipped forward because like I couldn't listen to him. But even though I love him, I just was like, not, I didn't have the time. I was like, I need to know you score and that's it. And I'm pretty sure I gave it a five nine. And I was like, how are you going to do that? It's so good. It is really greasy, but it's like that good greasy, like, yeah. It's so bomb. Yeah. I I, I, like, I, I had, you know, I've, I've had some, some gluten-free pies recently. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. bad. Uh, crust a little bit thinner than, you know, a normal pizza. But mm-hmm. all in all, I mean, still does the trick. Yeah. Um, I, I, we, can, uh, we, can do the, uh, we can do our first answer to the internet. Oh, my God, yeah. Segues perfectly it? into this. Yes. Would you rather give up the drunk pizza or the hungover breakfast sandwich. I already know my answer. Honestly, for me, this is easy. Mm-hmm. So I'll go first. Okay. Okay. There's nothing more satisfying to me than eating drunk. Nothing. Literally, oh, yeah. even, I don't even think drunk sex is, I mean, drunk sex is trash, but I would much rather, and I have, and I will, and I will continue to go home from places and leave people in the dust to go home and eat. It's like one of my MOs and I will do it even now that I'm, I don't eat meat or cheese. I'll make vegan Mac. I'll make vegan pizza. I'll like make vegan pizza bagel bites. Like I'll do anything. I just feel like eating when you're drunk is like such a serotonin boost and is such a euphoric feeling that you cannot fucking like relate to. And on the other hand, when I eat, when I'm hungover, it makes my hangover worse. And yeah. so I don't want to eat hungover. So I'll literally go like till like 3 p.m. not eating when I'm hungover, especially as someone that works in the service industry. So I have to work the mornings when I'm hungover. If I eat before work or eat at work, it's over. Like uh, you're the depth, like running on fumes is real, but when you're running on fumes in a shitty breakfast sandwich that you had in the morning, it's yeah. so much worse. Like because your body kind of is trying to like replenish itself and it's not yeah. just like survival mode anymore and it's just like oh we have all these nutrients that's like oh but now we're feeling things so for me it's the drunk food 
I, 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 I agree with you. I, I would mm-hmm. rather keep the, the drunk pizza too, because I feel like when you eat the drunk, you're like getting out ahead of it. Like you're, you're, yes. you've got, cause it, the amount of times I haven't eaten and I've woken up the next day, just feeling awful is mm-hmm. far outnumbers the times that I've eaten. And when I was drunk and like I felt okay in the morning, you know, tired, sluggish, what have you. But I wasn't like physically ill because right. I had a couple slices to, to, you know, soak up some of that booze on my way out for the evening rather than waking up in the morning and trying to just like stomach this breakfast sandwich that it's like, oh God, I feel terrible. What was that I don't place- know if I can eat. What? what was that place at UNH that had those breakfast wraps? JP, what was that place on Main Bronze's Street? Bronze's food. I used to I used to love JB's. That's what it was. JB's. I was like, was the name JB's? Because there's a JB's here. Or is it JB? It's something. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, the JB's. They were Everyone so fucking good. Oh my God. And they were located in the laundromat, which was the weird thing. Like, oh my God, yes. It, like, if if you haven't been to Durham and you're listening to this, I, I think they're still open. Hopefully they mm-hmm. survived the COVID pandemic. I hope so. But, like, I don't even know if there's, like, six square feet in there for them to, like, you know, have multiple people moving around. Yeah. Like, you gotta go get a JB from Franz's. It's weird that it's located in a laundromat, but the fucking food is... That's how you know it's good, though. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Also, shameless plug, Polly's Pockets. Um, oh, yeah. My friend from high school's uncle owns it. He's Polly. Yes. And so I went in there shit face on homecoming and I was like, I'm friends with Sandy. And he was like, so nice. And he was like, here, like take this. Cause I used to crush their falafel wraps, best falafel wraps I've ever had. And then they recently moved. I don't know if they're still there or what's happening, but as of a couple of years ago, they moved under Jenkins court where Clementos, where I also worked the drug front was yeah. located. We about that. The drug Hell front. Yeah. 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 We, we, we talked we, about we, it. Right? We touched on it briefly two episodes ago. I like don't even remember where my brain is again. So George. I think we now have more Clementos references in our podcast series than months. Clementos was actually a restaurant. Correct. It was a fucking shit show. I worked there. Um, also so funny. My manager who now, so this girl, her name's Jessica Graff. Um, she was my manager at Clementos and her and I did not get along I was a senior and she wasn't in school, but she was living there and she was involved with someone that was in that realm. She was my manager and her and I hated each other. And then one day I fucking snapped and I was like, you're my fucking age. You need to respect me. I'm your fucking employee. I don't give a fuck. I went off on her. And then after that, we just respected the fuck out of each other. She's from Rhode Island. I told her when I was in the picture, I was like, you need to move to LA. You don't belong here. You're like the hottest girl I've ever seen. You do not belong here. You do not belong here. She ends up moving to LA, becomes a bottle service girl. Okay. Next thing I know, she's on Big Brother. And then she won the amazing race. She won the amazing race. I think she has like over 500,000 followers on Instagram. She has a YouTube channel. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, again, her and I have parallel lives parallel lives we moved to LA and then for some reason she just like what goes onto the reality tv route and she's fucking super happy she lives in Texas I think she's pregnant again she's a kid with this guy that she won amazing race with this was the girl that was you your boss at At Clementos. Clementos correct what the fuck yes 
she was so mean to me. And like, at one point I just fucking snapped and I was like, I can't work like this. And then we were both like very close and she was so nice. She, up until recently she was following me and we like follow each other on Instagram. I don't think I follow her anymore, but like when I moved here, we'd follow wow. each other. And she was a VIP bottle service girl and she's thriving. And I'm so happy for her because like, she's from fucking Rhode Island. And like, we love a success story. Yeah. This could have been you if you had gone on the bachelorette or bachelor. Can you fucking imagine? I mean, we'd still be doing this podcast, but we definitely have ads. Yeah, we definitely have ads. You'd definitely look down on me a lot more for dressing the way I do when I talk to you on the you on the see? internet here. <laughs> I said the the thing about dressing the way I do and my you know my t-shirt, my backwards hat. I, I right before this shocker, I was in the pool, um, <laughs> and we I love came, a humble brag. I came inside and I put on I put on a t-shirt and sweat shorts, which. I was talking on, I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, out by the pool, uh, turning the pool on, uh, you know, wearing a, wearing sweatshorts and a t-shirt. He goes, you're wearing fucking sweatshorts. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't leave the house. Like I'm, I'm yes. wearing sweatshorts. Like, yes. 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 And I, I came in and I'm, I'm walking around the kitchen. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go fire up the stuff on the podcast. And she goes, you're going to put a hat on. So you don't look like Cal from Titanic. When you're, when you're recording the podcast. What a fucking, I feel like people can't see my face, but that was a face. I, uh, that's unbelievable that that person just said that. Oh yeah. My, yeah. Oh, fine. We're fine. We're fucking fine. Yeah. My, people can't uh, save zit cream all over my face. Yeah. No, I know my, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Kara, that's, that's like the funniest thing you've said to me all day. <laughs> Cause my hair was like, it was like middle parted, you know, like. I was like this kind of, I looked like a, a rich snobby fuck. Oh, she said that. I thought you said your boss said that. Oh no, he was making fun. Of, I'm wearing sweatshorts again. I've worn two separate oh. pairs of sweatshorts today. I'm just Love like that. cycling I'm through fucking sweatshorts. They're girl sweatshorts. They're fucking dynamite. I thought they're so comfortable. Oh, they're unbelievable. Yeah, they're, they're unbelievable. They're great. I think I bought these ones at the Gap. Uh, I have some other ones I bought at Kohl's. Don't ask me why I bought them at the Gap, but you know. It's, a, it's an American brand. We stand, <laughs> we love the Gap. We're 90s babies or 89 baby. We stand the Gap. Hell yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to, you know, keep you too late here. I know you got to go get ready and I know we're, we're coming up on it, but. I know he's like, do you want to go for a bike ride? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like two glasses of wine deep. I'm like, yeah, I'm just recording the podcast. Like, Sure, I'll you're do gonna whatever. Be, you're gonna be driving around like I'm gonna be like in the fucking sand. Like, where am I going? Also, now I have to figure out an outfit I can wear when I ride my bike in. But whatever. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how to I don't know what advice I can give you there. I don't know what, what's comfortable. I don't understand with I don't understand women's clothing. So I, I don't know what's comfortable and what's not. I don't like wear I don't like dress up for shit. Like I was gonna wear jeans and a crop top because like I just wear jeans all the time or like shorts. So I'll probably genuinely just wear jean shorts and a free people sweatshirt and Birkenstocks. Hell and yeah. And like, this is me like <laughs> trying to be cute. I changed out of my sweatshorts, but here I <laughs> well, am. Well well, we got weird tonight. We uh, did. I, I forgot we talked about the simulation. I hope people don't think I'm a fucking crazy person after this, but like you guys wake the fuck up. We're in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh yet another weird one uh you know stay weird that's uh stay weird. by all means it, as, if you think you're weird fucking lean into it it's a lot more fun that way it is so much more fun it uh, is so much more fun it really is but um mads 
Go get ready for your date. Follow on Instagram at HCTBpod. Yes. Follow Maddie on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. If you if you follow the, you know what? We're, we're going to make you work for it. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll be able to find our own handles there. So There we go. There See, we go. Work for it. There we go. I did Fuck add my name in my Instagram bio now, so it's, I'm easier to find. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Too. Yeah. But, but. Great. All right. Well, I'm going to go change into jean shorts. Fucking I. <laughs> good luck. It's going to be great. Have a good bike ride. <laughs> oh, fucking pray for me. Fucking A. <laughs> fucking A. See yous.